Hello, and welcome to the One Church podcast. This message was recorded for our online service. We're not meeting at our church buildings at the moment, so tune in live this Sunday for our next online service by going to weareone.church or finding us on Facebook. so good to see you today for part four of this series called Planted. We've had three amazing weeks where we've talked about how we must position ourselves, how repetition works in our life and how it's so important to put down roots and this whole series is about discovering the more in this season. And you know, we've been using uh, Psalm 1 to do this so I'm just going to read it to us now and then we're going to get into part four of Planted. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers. Remember, that's all about where we position ourselves. Where we position ourselves is important. But whose delight is in the law of the Lord, who meditates on his law day and night. That's all about repetition. Meditation is all about repetition. It's all about taking it on again, again and again. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water to be planted you have to put down roots we learned it last week we have to put down roots planted by streams of water which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither whatever they do prospers amazing i love these verses i hope you've enjoyed reading them as we've been going through this series or if you're joining us for the first time today i encourage you get a bible or download the bible app and uh, and read through these words because this is god's promise for your life and we're learning so much for, about it And you know, today we are in part four, we've had position, we've had repetition, we've had roots, and part four today is all about branches. Branches, branches, I'll say it one more time, branches. Not the character from the movie Trolls, branches from a tree. Okay, so uh, I wonder, have you ever um, wondered what it would be like to go back and do like your childhood all over again? I mean, for some, that's probably like a really daunting idea. For others, you're like, I would love to do that. And others still, you're probably wondering like, oh my goodness, I would have to do things differently. If I could go back and do things differently to the way I did them then, I would 100% do that. But I've always been intrigued what it would be like to be able to go back and live that first half of my life again, uh, where like you get to discover who you are. Isn't it interesting that the first half of our lives are all about discovering who we are, establishing ourselves. It's, it's about putting down those roots. It's about understanding our position in the world. It's about getting to grips with our identity and who we are. And we have all those wrestling times and parents just have to keep up with what on earth is going on with their kids. Are they an emo? Are they a goth? Are they a chav? I was a little bit of everything all the time. No, I wasn't. I was 100% a chav all of the time it was horrendous sorry mum and dad but the truth is this it was all about wrestling and trying to establish who I was and trying to understand who we are that's what the first part of our life is all about and you know as we do that what we're supposed to do is live out the second part of our life just delivering who we are not for for our own gain not for our own self but actually for the benefit of others We have this this responsibility as humans, as adults, 
to, to live our lives for the benefit of others, not to be taken advantage of, but, but to express all this amazing God-given talent, this, all this amazing God-given purpose in us is for others. You are made for others. Not to be run over by others, but just to, to help others, to be kind to others, to help kids grow up, to, to have relationships with people that enrich their lives, that grows them to live big. All of these things that sadly too many people only ever experience that first half. They spend their whole life. They end their life only ever trying to work out who they are, only ever trying to establish themselves, only ever trying to figure out who they are and what it's about and, and definitely trying to make sure that I'm all right, okay, thank you very much, and I'll look after myself, I'll look after number one. So many people, so many of us, spend our whole lives establishing ourselves, doing that first half, when actually the second half is the amazing half, where we get to express all of this amazing pre-made stuff in us for, for the benefit of others. You know, we become so often focused on our roots. We focus on what's deep, what's, what's foundational. We spend our whole life focusing on this establishing thing that actually we forget that the purpose of going deep is so that you can grow wide. <laughs> The purpose of going deep, the purpose of putting roots down, the purpose of finding the right position, the purpose of this repetition that we learned from Amy a few weeks ago, the whole purpose of that isn't just to go deep, but we go deep so that we can grow wide. Why do we grow wide? We grow wide for the benefit of others, so that others can experience the shade of your tree, so that others can pick the fruit from your tree and use it, so that others are, are, are can a benefit from where you've positioned yourself. I love these verses about this tree where it says, that person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yield its fruit in season and whose leaves do not wither, whatever they do prospers. All of these facets of this tree, are so important because they don't just benefit you so that you can survive difficult seasons not just for that reason but so that they can be a benefit of others so that others can enjoy what God has created you to be you know uh, there's a couple of stories that I think of and and uh, where trees play a role in the story in the Bible and so go with me today we're going to be figurative okay and uh, the, this trees in this story I think give us a great metaphor for how God has chosen to use people who have made themselves planted like this tree in Psalm 1 so in uh, Luke 19, we read this amazing story, and you can read it for yourselves uh, later. But we hear this amazing story of how Jesus is entering this town called Jericho, and as he enters this town, of course, everybody's coming out and wants to see this Jesus who might be the Messiah, this Jesus who's healing people, these, this Jesus who is uh, just incredible. And so everybody's gathering around, and then there's this bloke called Zacchaeus. Now, Zacchaeus was a tax collector. That's the first thing you need to know about him. The second thing is, is Zacchaeus is very small. 
I know, right? So Zacchaeus had to climb up this tree. Now, he, there was no way anyone was going to let Zacchaeus in front of them. Zacchaeus was a tax collector. Now, he wasn't like the tax collectors that you may or may not like at the moment in our uh, Western culture. But this tax collector, he would have been ripping people off. He'd have been taking what Caesar needed and he'll be adding on his own very inflated uh, prices and ripping people off especially the poor off so nobody liked Zacchaeus so this little Zacchaeus spots this sycamore tree and he thinks well the only way I'm going to see past this crowd to see if I can catch a glimpse of this Jesus is if I go up the sycamore tree so he climbs up the tree and Jesus spots Zacchaeus not only does Zacchaeus get a glimpse of this uh, savior he doesn't just get a glimpse of this amazing powerful man Jesus sees Zacchaeus now the first thing that this sycamore tree does is this it helps people so that they can see and be seen you see, Zacchaeus needed to see. He wanted to see Jesus. And we know, and uh, perhaps you're experiencing for the first time here today, that actually when you get a glimpse of who Jesus really is, when you get a glimpse of the, the, the truth of who Jesus really is, it changes your life forever and it changed Zacchaeus's life. In fact, Jesus says to him, hey, Zacchaeus, I know you see me, but I see you. I see you with all your faults. I see you with all your rubbish. I see all, all of the stuff that's gone on in your life. But I want to invite myself to your house for tea. And Zacchaeus' whole life changes. In that moment, he's like, hey, I'm going to sell everything I have and give it back to the people that I have ripped off. In fact, I'll give them four times what I ripped them off with in the first place. That's called a life completely changed. You, as a sycamore tree, have a role to play where others can see and be seen. You see, people need to climb you. They need to see Jesus through you. You need to give them a lift up so that they can see this Jesus for who he is. But more than that, when they see him, they realize that Jesus the whole time had seen them. I wonder, can we be sycamore trees that give a lift to other people? That when we're going through stuff and our, our life is difficult, we say, hey, you know, the truth is my life is really difficult right now, but my God is good anyway. I wonder, are we going to be sycamore trees that just show people love? That our branches become strong and sturdy that say, hey, I see your mess, and I'm going to love you anyway. I wonder, can we be sycamore trees that help people to see Jesus and be seen? You see, in that moment, that sycamore tree positioned, which was week one of this series, positioned Zacchaeus so that he could see his saviour. We have a role to play as sycamore trees in positioning people, just like it puts it in Psalm 1. And the second tree is this, a juniper tree. In uh, 1 Kings 19, we hear this story about a guy called Elijah who was a man of God, who was a prophet, who did miracles and incredible things in this era uh, that we read about in Kings. And he was tired. He was burnt out. He had gone through some really difficult things and somebody had threatened his life and he was exhausted and he just ran. And he got to this place where he was walking through a desert and he spotted this juniper tree. 
and it was provided some shade for him. It provided some rest for him. It provided a place where he could heal. It provided a place where later it says the angel of the Lord comes to him and wakes him up and says, you need to eat and drink. He goes, he eats and drinks and he goes back to sleep. And yet a second time, the angel of the Lord comes back to him and says, hey, you need to wake up. You need to eat and drink because there's something more for you. I wonder, do we need to be juniper trees where people find shade, where people find rest, where people find a, a, a place where they can step out of their pain, where they can receive, receive sustenance, where they can receive food, where they can receive perhaps some of the things that you read from this word, that they can be provide an overflow to those people that say, hey, I'm tired, I'm worn out, I'm just hungry and I need a rest. Could our lives provide a place like a juniper tree in a desert? Because the truth is this, the juniper tree that we read about in 1 Kings 19, it provides a place where repetition can happen. Remember those who meditate on his word day and night, that repeats his word over and over. And it also pr- provides a place for roots that we learned about off Naif last week. That it provides a place where we can be rerouted, where we can once again go, hey, do you know what? I need to put those roots down. I need to know what it means to put roots down. I need to know what it means to be anchored by hope. I need to know what it means to drink from something that's deeper than what happens at surface level. Today, do you need to become a juniper tree to somebody's desert? When they're going through hard time, where they're going through pain, where they're going through a dry place where it's just hot and barren and hard and difficult and they're struggling. Can you provide a place that provides shade, that provides food so that that person can be woken up by the word of God and be sent back into their purpose? Or sent into their purpose for the first time. You see later in the story we see how Elijah goes and he hears the word of God straight to him that repurposes him for his next part of his journey. I wonder today are we going to be sycamore trees that help somebody to see so they can be seen? I wonder today are we going to be juniper trees that provide shade and sustenance and provides a safe place in a barren place? And you know Jesus says it like this, he says uh, uh, you know the, the, a tree will be known by its fruit. An apple tree is going to have apples. An orange tree is going to have oranges. A fig tree is going to have figs. And you know, people who are choosing to be a follower of Jesus that say, hey, I'm going to be this Psalm 1 planted tree that's leaves don't fade when it's in the heat of the day that always is full of fruit. If we're going to do that, we need to understand that the fruit of a follower of Jesus is people. The fruit on your tree, if you're a follower of Jesus, if you're saying, hey God, I seek first your kingdom and your righteousness and I know all these other things are going to be added unto me, but I seek your kingdom. His kingdom is people. (laughs) The fruit on your tree will always be people. You see, we have to have the first part of our lives, both spiritually and physically, where we we establish ourselves, where we understand our identity, where we discover our position, where, where we discover through repetition these things that will hold us as roots, firm and secure and planted and fed. When we do all of those things, we create branches. We create branches that people can come and find peace 
and find this grace and this love and this joy and all the things in between because we will have fruit on our trees called people and in this series about planted it would be wrong just to go through these things so that we can grow ourselves deep so that we can go deeper and deeper just into God all for ourselves it would be wrong to do that because that's not like God at all because actually these things that go deep provide a way for us to grow wide so that others can grow to live big just like us and you know today you might put yourself more in the position of Zacchaeus you're like hey I just want to see this Jesus I don't even I, I don't even know what I think about it yet you know what becoming a follower of Jesus is really simple the Bible says that as you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord he will save you and he will forgive you and he will love you back to life and he's got grace for you that is more than enough that doesn't run out and as you start that journey of saying hey God if you're there I'm for you and your life will never be the same again it will face difficult seasons and it won't always be great but it will always be in a place of love and security if you are positioned in God if you've put your roots down in him so I encourage you to do that today this has been an amazing series called Planted and I hope you have a great rest of your week. See you later, church.